Welcome to the Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll and Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Monica Sterling, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. And we're going to start with an update on the federal contractor vaccine mandate, which, as many of you know, requires a bunch of different uh, things, including that covered employees and those working at covered workplaces are fully vaccinated by December 8th. There are a variety of exemptions, but basically that's the requirement. We've talked about it during our prior podcasts, but there have been a few key updates. Most agencies have been issuing class deviations to implement the substantive terms, and there's a model clause. We're starting to see large numbers of modifications with the clause, some new RFPs that have the clause in it. So lots of contractors are wrestling uh, with implementation and complex questions. We're supporting many of those companies. And then there's a new wrinkle, which is trying to assess the impact of the the Texas executive order relating to private employer mandates and how that intersects with the federal contractor mandate. So a lot to watch there and a lot of really tricky questions uh, for companies to work through. I'll turn it over to Monica, who's got uh, two cyber updates to share. Thanks, Peter. Two cyber updates, you're right. On October 6th, DOJ announced its new civil cyber fraud initiative focused on civil enforcement against government contractors that fail to follow cybersecurity contract requirements. The initiative, which is led by the commercial litigation and fraud sections of DOJ's civil division, will use the False Claims Act to combat cyber threats to sense information and critical systems by enforcing the government's contractual cybersecurity standards. The initiative will hold accountable contractors that knowingly, one, provide deficient cybersecurity products or services, two, misrepresent cybersecurity compliance, or three, fail to monitor and report cybersecurity incidents in accordance with contract requirements. Second cybersecurity update, on October 8th, OMB issued a memo providing guidance to agencies adopting a robust endpoint detection response or EDR solution as directed by Executive Order 14028. EDR combines, quote, real-time continuous monitoring and collection of endpoint data, end quote, from endpoints like workstations, cell phones, and servers. The memo encourages the accelerated adoption of EDR to improve detection of cybersecurity vulnerabilities as part of a shift in cyber defense to a more proactive rather than a reactive posture. All right. Thanks, Monica. And now on to another update. This is from October 7th, where the White House released the DOD Climate Adaptation Plan as required by Executive Order 14008, entitled Tackling the Climate Crisis at Home and Abroad. The plan provides guidance on how operations, planning, business processes, and resource allocation decisions should include climate change considerations. The plan includes five lines of effort that are designed to achieve specific strategic outcomes. First, the DOD plan focuses on climate-informed decision-making. Second, DOD will train and equip a climate-ready force and integrate climate adaptation concepts into existing exercises. Third, DOD will ensure that a resilient built and natural infrastructure are in place for successful mission preparedness and military readiness in changing situations. Fourth, DOD will integrate climate change considerations into its supply chain management and leverage DOD's purchasing power to advance key climate change technologies. And fifth, DOD will enhance adaptation and resilience throughout collaboration with other agencies, governments, and defense partners around the world. Obviously, 
we're expecting a significant impact on procurement strategy. So we'll be carefully monitoring that. Monica, over to you for two more items. Yep, two uh, brass tack items, I'd say. On October 7th, DOD issued a revised class deviation to correct the previously stated $750,000 threshold for obtaining certified cost or pricing data for subcontracts and price adjustments. So effective immediately, contracting officers are required to use the $2 million in lieu of that 750 k I referenced, which is the threshold set forth at FAR 15.404-4A1, which in turn implements the $2 million threshold established by Section 814 of the NDAA for fiscal year 2021. Second item, in October 2021, the Made in America office, which was established in January 2021, pursuant to President Biden's EO14005, launched its new website, a very streamlined uh, website address, madeinamerica.gov. The Made in America office is tasked with ensuring that any waivers from Made in America laws which are designed to increase reliance on domestic supply chains, are applied clearly and consistently. Specifically, the office reviews and approves waivers and maintains a public database with the descriptions and justifications for the waivers. The website provides a centralized database for waivers of Made in America laws, a general overview of the Made in America office, a list of frequently asked questions, and active and historical waiver requests. So overly a pretty good source of information for contractors overall. An active waiver request on the website will be reviewed pursuant to OMB's policy within three to seven business days. Great. And that will wrap it up for this edition. This has been the Fastest Five Minutes brought to you by Kroll and Mooring. See you again in two weeks. If you have any questions, I can be reached at 202-624-2807 and Monica can be reached at 202-624-2549. Thanks so much for joining. The Fastest Five Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll and Mooring LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast. podcast.